0: Good morning, good morning. Having a few technical difficulties this morning, so uh, running a bit late. How are we, folks? Good to see you. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Got a few of the early birds on this morning, which is always great to see, folks. Morning, Alison. Tim's in the house. Kevin, all the way from Florida. Luke, howdy. There we go. Uh, Alison, if you get stuck, Alison, let me know. Uh, Deanne, my EA is a JP. If you run into troubles, that's an emergency. We can sort it out for you. <laughs> yep. It's always, it's an interesting one, this one. It, it plays into this morning's Wealth Coffee Chat, actually. So we'll uh, we'll dive right in. Jason Witten's my name. If you didn't already know, most of you do. So good morning to you, Liv, and whoever else is here. Yeah. Alison's having some challenges. She's trying to buy a property, doing the thing. But you know what the system the people the process is you know there's friction in this thing there's friction in there there's it, it's hard listen folks it's not easy all right it might be straightforward it might be simple hey buy a property you know the steps the process of buying and owning and investing uh you know takes a fair bit of effort takes a fair bit of focus and uh like Alison's uh, experiencing potentially, just a few hurdles, hurdles, and for us, you and me, as property investors, we need to understand, you know, what's normal, what's not, um, what to get upset about, what not to get upset about. Certainly, getting upset's probably not a valuable, uh, in most cases, anyway. No matter which way you look at it, there's always a way you can solve things, and if there's not, then you learn a lesson um, as we go. So, there you go. Perfect timing. Welcome along today to today's wealth coffee chat. Hey, listen, I want to talk to you guys about market sentiment. Market sentiment. How do people feel out there? What's going on? How's how's everyone feeling? The touchy feels. Um, the touchy feels going on. And uh, some of you might be sitting there right now going, "Hang on, Jason. Hang on. You talk about these ones like let's get some let's get some facts." Uh, Yes, let's get some facts. Facts is how we make decisions, how smart, intelligent, um, focused, planned, strategic, tactical investors make decisions with facts um, based on experience, based on a goal, a a direction. However, the market in general, folks, the market in general uh, will unfortunately, have some feelings about what is going on. Now, uh, hopefully we're back. It might have cut out there for a second, but I'll just keep rolling anyway. So the market does feel a little bit about, yeah, persistence for short sure, Tim. The market, unlike you and I who educate ourselves and make sure we keep up to date, up to speed with what's going on, how it feels, you know, has has a bit of an action or reaction uh, to things in time and, and they react fairly quickly. Now, this is a uh, market sentiment chart and as of, you know, today or around about now, uh, the market sentiment of how people are feeling when it comes to banking, interest rates, the, the general marketplace is low. It is down at pandemic or pre pandemic lowness. And if you go back, uh, does anyone know remember what this was? Two thousand and eight, nine ish. Anyone anyone remember what that era was there? Put that in the chat for me. Who remembers where the market sentiment was in that space? And you know, let's talk about it. I think this the, the baseline's kind of a hundred, right? GFC, right? The GFC, the greatest financial crisis the world had ever seen. You know, here we go. So what is going on? What can happen here? What does happen here when it comes to... Um, yeah, exactly, Jeff. So, and it's my point today, how quick these things can change, folks, right? How quick these things can change um, as we go along. And where is the opportunity... Where's the opportunity in these things as property investors? You know, if we have a bit of a look, right? And uh, think about, you know, what those things might mean. Now, I'm going to bring this other sort of chart in here, which is the, uh, let's see if I can do, let's see if I can do this. Let's put me over there. And uh, oh, yeah, that, that works, doesn't it? So, you know, check out this stuff. So if we sort of scroll in here and make that kind of, as we go, so you can see, you know, the weekly asking prices of properties since 2010 and, um, you know, there's been a steady trend, you know, steady-ish upwards and, you know, over here where we've got, you know, the uh, the pandemic boom, right, it uh, went upwards like that, but you can sort of see mostly the asking prices and values were increasing mostly since about 2010 based on just regular normal market factors a bit of supply a bit of finance bit of normalcy you know people got their jobs back things started to go along um you know as we go we had a bit of a dip here in 2018 and 19 uh anyone remember what that was put that in the chat it's another acronym some geniuses decided that they were going to, you know, mess with our mojo um, and uh, do some things. Like, tell me, what was that one? Sort of 2018, 19. Uh, and um, uh, interestingly enough, the sentiment world, you know, sentiment wasn't too fussed about it. Sentiment wasn't too fussed about it. Um, however, if you look, yeah. So we've got the GFC and APRA. Uh, APRA. Right. GFC and APRA, bloody APRA, exactly. Right. But it did start. So prior to the pandemic, it did start a a sentiment decline, folks. A sentiment decline, right? And what I wanted to point out is even though we base our decisions based on facts and good information and those sorts of things, the markets in general <clears throat> react often with the emotions of how people are feeling right what does that mean for us as property investors what do we do how do we make sense of it you know as we go so right now sentiment is down and uh, if we were to be a little dramatic like the um, you know like the uh, yeah exactly that's that, that is true and uh the The government's, I mean, I, I just saw, you know, the Andrews government. Oh, we're going to, we need to have tighter restrictions on all these builders that are going broke, right? Fucking kidding me? You know, these turkeys are now trying to turn it, blame it, you know, Porter Davis. Oh, they should have had more inspectors inspecting their building sites because they were doing the wrong thing. Fucking kidding me? The government, absolute rotten knobheads. Anyway, get me fired up on this one. <laughs> I'll do another. I'll do another wealth copy chat on that. You know, you don't need bloody more oversight. You need to unlock the red tape and bullshit and bureaucracy that you pricks cause so these builders end up going broke because they can't build a house. Supply chains, ludicrous, ludicrous, um, Council issues, you name it. Anyway, I'm off track today. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was just like the APRA thing, you know, the government failed to um, failed to do their job in the beginning, and then they wanted to blame the brokers. Yeah. I, I I completely agree, Tim, you know. It is horrible how they treat the builders, you know, and the small to medium businesses in this country. Um, you know. Anyway, they get me start on that. Stay on track, Jason. Today, stay on track. All right. So, folks, what are we talking about? We're talking about the feelings of the market uh, and what happens and how we can, as investors, folks, how we can, as investors, let's bump those ones off. How we can, as, as vest investors, um, maybe understand how the market feels and make some decisions around that as investors, all right? So, you know, let me show you what I mean in this sort of space here, all right? What happens is when the market sentiment is down, when the market sentiment's down, so this time here, when the market sentiment is down, you know, interest rates are up, you know, a few things are uncertain, you know, jobs, interest rates, um, inflation, those things, you know, people who think that's going to last forever, people who feel that this is kind of it, you know, um, uh, either don't make decisions, don't do anything, or they sit on their hands or whatever it might be. Tell me in the chat, what is that for us as investors? Certainly right now I think it's a good time. Um, it's, a, it's an opportunity time. Uh, opportunity. It's a time for us as investors to have a look around and go, well, what's going on? In times where things are a bit quiet and there's a little bit of uncertainty and, and unfortunately, you know, in the GFC, we had this, you know, uh, opportunity come through. Tell me, folks, uh, right now, who, re- yeah, it's an opportunity for, for sure, Josh. Does anyone remember the types of deal-making um, maybe if maybe one or two of you around in the two thousand and eights with us, what type of deal making did we do in two thousand and eight? okay We did a lot of discount, not disco <laughs> discount discount buying right discount purchasing folks because you know properties had been completed or um, and then finance was too high and people just weren't able to to buy them right bulk discount buying exactly allison and what is happening right now exactly the bloody same exactly the same exactly what's going on right now now the challenge so what what is happening right now before these were these were physically already physically discounted because they had banking collapses folks so now so this was banking collapses banking and what are we having over here builder building or building collapses right uh and we're having finance reductions pretty significantly banking uh, financing has gone down interest rates gone up financing gone down interest rates gone up okay um uh yeah mick depending on how old it is um you still can get the tax benefits. Right. So what's the point here? Where are we what right now in the market um, as we go? So if we are buying, so now buying. So I'll tell you about there's we've got about, you know, five or six property opportunities right now at positive that fall into this category. Okay. Uh, I'll and there's one in Melbourne I'll I'll, I'll talk about, right? So in Melbourne right now, an excellent building. It's complete. It's complete. It's complete. Okay, the building's finished and brilliant, amazing properties, just fantastic. We're going to do. I think, um, Alison, did you go there the other week? Uh, our iconic. Uh, a few of the Melbourneites went there, right? Um, to have a bit of a bit of a look. Um, so we've got properties that are complete, uh, and or nearing completion, and they sort of started, let's say, their version of the world kind of um, started kind of in 2020 or 2021, okay? So they're coming to completion and, you know, let's call it 2023, okay? Um, um, They're landing now, folks, okay? So the point is their pricing, right, was set back here, okay? The pricing was set back here now between 21 and 23 construction prices have increased anywhere between 30 and 40% okay 30 and 40% right so depending on what you're purchasing or looking at purchasing now as of today let's say you purchase some you know something that might take a, a 2 years to build the pricing here let's call it 650 the new pricing for something in the future might be of similar value, $750. Okay. So, what's happening? The opportunity where you buy here, certainly the right type of property that you can find and see, you can purchase at a significant discount, significant discount. And that is happening right now. Now, uh, they're not going broken and dusting their dough what's happening is they're completing the existing buildings at the prices they'd already locked in and the new buildings are being priced a lot further a lot more because that's going to be the new price that's it's not like you're overpaying you're not overpaying you're paying a market price based on you know the 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 price to produce it and uh, even paying 750 for the right property is going to be perfectly fine nothing wrong with it You've got the opportunity to buy at a discount because those properties were priced and purchased, priced and built from two years ago. So the point is right now when the market sentiment is down, team, the market sentiment right here is down, right? It's down and there's not a lot of buyers out there. There's not a lot of people out there going, right, Oh, I'll buy everything, right, Um, because – you know, maybe the finance is hard. Maybe they're worried about the interest rates going up. When this is down and there's not a lot of buyers, it becomes a buyer's market. And if the builder or developer has completed their property, if they've got, let's say, 50 properties, 50 apartments complete, what is happening right now is that they have maximum, maximum debt, and that debt has just gone up. And what's happening, folks? They've completed their property. They haven't settled or sold them all yet, right? Yeah. Um, they haven't settled or sold them all yet, folks. Their debt is now high. Their interest rates, their interest rates is pretty big. So they're just like, just sell the bloody thing, right? Just get on with it. So you can, if you are ready, if you're Johnny on the spot or Jill on the spot or whoever on the spot, you can be buying discounted properties, significantly discounted off market, um, because no one else believes in it. Everyone's kind of sad sack. Everyone's going, oh, sentiment's low. Ooh, woe is me. Now, there's some real versions of that with people if, you, if you've got cash flow issues or whatever. But you're an investor, and what it says right now is if you can, you buy something really well valued, right, like amazing value, uh, and you can make some dough, right? That's the point. That's the point. Feelings are a terrible way to make decisions, right? However, if the rest of the market is making terrible decisions with feelings, and you can make decisions with facts, you will be, uh, you know, nine times out of ten, ending up with a better opportunity, a better outcome, a better whatever. You buy now; the rest of the market waits. You know they'll be paying seven fifty. You bought for six fifty. Over the next. Twelve to thirty-six months, you're going to be ahead. That's it, team. Let's go. Um, I'm with you, Jeff. I'm with you. Don't don't think that that's not on the cards, Jeff. All right, I've got that. uh, I've got that on my uh, on my to-do list. We'll 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 create our own bank for property investors. I reckon um, as we go one day. There you go. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Give me a yes in the chat right now. It's it's different. It's different to when the GFC was around, but some of the, the fundamentals are the same. Some of the fundamentals are the same, folks, right? You know, they're still – yeah, exactly, Alison. They're still waiting for markets to crash, you know. Investor sentiment is down. Um, opportunities are there for those who can see them and understand them and away we go. So happy shopping, folks. Happy shopping. Um As you go. Anyway, that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. I reckon that market sentiment will stay down for, you know, another two to three months. When and if it does turn, emotions turn pretty quickly, folks. Let's face it. You know, people can be, yay, ooh, yay, ooh, right, like that sort of stuff. Um, And, um, you know, uh, if interest rates, you know, stay flat and, and maybe even go down a little bit, then, you know, the market pressures, you know, push people along as well. Anyway, there you go. Right now, I think it's a great time to purchase. And uh, if you can purchase ones that were sort of, you know, priced and completed from, you know, 2021 and 2022 pricing and completions, then, you know, that's exactly right, Kate, For for the right type of property, you can be buying properties that were priced and constructed at, at prices from 20 and 21. They're completing now. And, uh, you know, they're sitting there going, hey, who wants to buy them? And because interest rates have gone up um, and, you know, a little bit of uh, market sentiment, people are nervous, rushing out right now in that price bracket. And you can nick a property. You, listen. If something was priced and built from twenty or twenty-one and it's complete now, it's a hundred thousand dollars cheaper than the market. End of story. End of story. So um, yeah. If you want some help with that, reach out to your coach or your PC, the team at Positive, you know, specialize in those types of deals. So, you know, there's a few left um left in their stable. And if you're out there looking around and, and sniffing around and negotiating, keep that in mind. If you're looking out in the free market, you know, those things are an opportunity. All right, folks, that is it. Done and dusted Wealth Coffee Chat over and out for today. Thanks for joining me. As always, if there's something that you want me to have a bit of a talk about, leave me a little note in the chat tomorrow, Thursday. I think I'll be around tomorrow. Uh, Let me know. Let me know in the chat. I'll read it later, and uh, I'll put it on my to-do list for a bit of a Wealth Coffee chat, folks. All right, that's it. Thanks for joining me. Remember, a couple of sayings around here, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It's going to take time to create the wealth that you want, and uh, buy well, don't sell. All right, folks. You guys be awesome. Be well. Join me tomorrow for another one. Bye for now.